If you were born between 1969 and 1984, you are a part of the 65 million Gen Xers. And you've just found your new family. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Gen X perspectives on rapidly changing technology, history, media, politics. How they come together and influence every aspect of daily life. The world we were raised in has ceased to exist, but we haven't. Let's do it. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Now your hosts, Mark and Mike. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. We back again on this hot, sultry, almost summer evening here at the Replica Bat Cave. Outstanding. How are you this evening, sir? I'm doing pretty good, my friend. I'm glad to see you made another safe landing in the airfield above the Bat Cave. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. So, yeah, the, and, and the podcast is old enough to vote, right? That's right. Surprisingly enough. The question is, who would it vote for? Oh, let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> hey, I got a question. No, I got an answer. Yeah. You remember the movie, uh, I think it was Brewster's Millions with Richard yes. Pryor and John yes. Candy? Mm-hmm. I think that's who we would vote for. None of the above. <laughs> None of the above. I understand completely. Yeah, and I, and I have to agree with that to, to a certain degree. But, uh, you know, again, you know, I am... I'm a libertarian, so I, I believe that you know there, there, there's that the only thing government is good for is is to maintain a balance slightly above anarchy. Well, so, they got another good thing they're good at. What's that? They seem to be amazing at running up debt. The libertarians? No, the government. Oh well, you know, no, the government absolutely is. But again, that's the whole problem with the Democrats and the Republicans being two sides of the same coin. And being completely and totally controlled by the uh, by, by financial interests. I mean, again, we're a plutocracy. We're not not even a respectable oligarchy. We're you know plutocracy because we pretend we can't even do it right. We might as well write a letter of apology to His Majesty King Charles and ask him to take us back. I agree. I agree. But uh, little baby I don't dog that he'd be interested. Little Go baby ahead. dog had school today. Oh, good for her. Outstanding. She didn't bite nobody, so we count that as a plus. I, however, spent most of the day in HR because it tends, seems I have a problem communicating well with others, and it's not a problem that I have communicating. The problem is, is they're too panty waste to accept the message. Because I was very clear in what I said, and I meant every damn blame word of it. Well, I can understand. So that. I went up to said person afterwards, and I apologized for anything that I may have said that caused pain or any embarrassment to her. But the ever, but I also said my highly accurate statements that I made because mm-hmm. I was a hundred percent correct, and she's a hundred percent a moron. Well, yeah, it happens that way sometimes. Well, the only reason stupid people are less still alive is because it's against the law to kill them. There's a lot of truth to that, I think, in some cases. Because I'm going to tell you, if this would have been back in the day, Old West hmm. days, I'd have pulled her out in the street and shot her. <laughs> well, I think it even would have been frowned upon in the days of the Old West to 
drag somebody out and shoot them. I'd have made it look like she stole my horse. Well, there you go. Yeah, horse three horse thievery was definitely a, a capital crime because without your horse, you couldn't get to town to get your food. You was going to die. That's right. So, you know, I well, saw I mean, the dad blame us thing, and I even ordered that? one on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I ordered it because I don't cook. Okay, but the suspense is killing me. Tell me <laughs> so, what you got. So I, they, <laughs> you're gonna think I'm crazy for buying this. God. And, and and that's going to be a change hell. Go ahead. It's not. All right. So it's this, you know, it's a ladle, right? Okay. And, you know, you use a ladle for soup or beans or something like that. Yeah. But it looks like what some people picture the Loch Ness Monster looks like with a big long neck and a little head. And the body <laughs> is the spoon part. And I just thought that was the neatest thing. And I just bought it. I got three of them. I got three different colors. <laughs> I got all the colors that they offered. Just in case the Loch Ness Monster turns out to match one of them. That's right. I think, you know, I fully believe the Nessie's out there. Nessiteris rhomboptrix. And if it's not out there now, I think it was at one point in time. Well, I mean, I, it, it's like many things. I have no doubt that there is something because they're, you know, again, you know, like Bigfoot for every, for every, you know, wackadoo out there and UFOs for every wackadoo out there that says something crazy about it. There's, you know, a one or two that have a credible story that you can't explain. Right. So speaking of which, let me, dive into one of the things that I happened to see the other day. Okay. It was just the other night. I was watching this. Uh, I am addicted to documentaries on anything, and YouTube has figured this out. So they send me (laughs) documentaries on stuff all the time. And the one they sent me the other night was talking about the the, uh, Large Hadron Collider at CERN. Okay. And is that is were, that the one where they found the God particle or whatever it was? Yes, the Higgs okay. boson. Now, so the whole thing is a lot of these experiments. Part of what they are doing is to determine uh, from string theory. Uh, what, what you know, string theory gives the um, uh, or or shows us the the possibility, even likelihood of multiple parallel universes and the okay. universes would be created every time a a quantum uh, or a, a, an observation of a quantum level event occurs which would be a lot okay and that there are dimensions that are curled up like curls of string like a you know like a spring that you would see in maybe a uh, uh, in a in an ink pen or something like that oh, okay. curled okay. up really tiny now, and so, again, and one of those was the discovery of the Higgs boson. Uh, now, so they listed uh, 10 of these different instances that they have tested. One of them was uh, creating microscopic black holes and how mm-hmm. they behaved and things like that. Now, again, you got to remember what this thing does is it takes, a, you know, it takes atomic particles and accelerates them to just unbelievably unbelievable speeds, as close as they can get to the speed of light, and then slams them into each other. And then they look at the parts that fly off and do the math on it, and that's how we determine what is actually going on via the laws of physics, at least in our universe. Now, the end result was that 
all of the measurements that they listed mm -hmm. indicated discrepancies from what the pure math model should look like, which indicates that there are multiple universes. Okay. So the, the Marvel multiverse or crisis on infinite worlds, if we wanted to go into. Okay, we, we, uh, um, wait a minute, before you continue, yes, we sir. don't talk about Marvel. Marvel sucks. <laughs> Everybody's entitled to their opinion. They, their movies are good. I gotta, I gotta say, their movies. I are am good. a Bat family. I'm firm. Obviously, we're in the replica Bat cave. I understand completely. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I'm fond of the Batman. The problem with the with all of the Batman movies is they just keep remaking the pretty much. Well, not the identical movie, but they just you know. The, well, all right. This that, universe they tend to remake the same movie. Well, coming up soon though with uh, that new guy that took uh, head of the DC Studios, they're actually going to be making the Brave and the Bold, which actually brings in to where you have a teenage Robin young teenage Robin, if they do it correctly. And so that's going to force them to actually tell a different story because that's been one of my criticisms all along. It's why do I need to watch another one? I've seen it thousands of times. Well, and absolutely. Now, while it is, again, you know, there are quintessentially, you know, there are quintessential differences between the Jack Nicholson Joker, which was much more true to the, you know, Cesar Romero-style Joker, uh, and the Joker from the comics, and the Heath Ledger, which you know Joker, which is absolutely iconic, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, goes without saying. Um, well, and that's again, not that to leave out though the. Uh, well, and that's not leaving. Also, don't forget the uh, outstanding job that Mark Hamill's done playing the Joker in the animated stuff because he's. Oh yeah. He's done an amazing job with the Joker. Well, voicing. Right. Right. But, you know, yeah, again, and there's... but no, Well, he I, is and, an and actor, I, I mean... Well, that's true, yeah. He played a crappy Jedi that didn't have no powers that could never do anything. <laughs> that got his panties in a wad because he found out his daddy wasn't who he wanted him to be. Well, you know... You know, there's a funny thing about that. You know, you, you know, we're just off all over the board today, but, you know, my ADHD's kicking in, so we're just going to have to bear with it. But if you look, watch all the Star Wars movies, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There is one consistent thing throughout the, all those movies. Okay. R2-D2. Don't kiss your sister? No, R2-D2. Oh. Okay. So why didn't R2-D2 just tell them what was going on and then we would have saved about six movies and been done with it? Well, you know, and that's the thing. They always, you know, he'd, he'd let out a, a trail of beeps and blips and boops and... People well, when I do it, well, when it, I so. do that, they yell at me for saying cuss words. Well, that's true, too. I understand. Well, and according to what I understand, um, R2-D2, the original character, was supposed to be, and an, it was supposed to be very similar to what Watto was. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, the little, the, is that the blue, the yeah. guy that owned Anakin? The flying and, guy that yeah. owned Anakin, yeah. And so he was supposed to be, you know, an Italian-sounding very gruff and very vulgar, uh, like essentially Mario on, you know, on steroids or something. Mm -hmm. yes, My favorite but, uh, one is, I have to, you know, out of the new movies though, the most, the character that sticks out of my mind and I giggle every time I see it is Babu Freck or however you say it, Freck. And, you know, he wipes 3PO's memory. 
And every time 3PO sees him, so he's just got his memory back. He's brand new. And he says, oh, Babu Frick, one of my oldest friends. Mm-hmm. It's the funniest thing. Right. It's just it's just funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't help it. I agree. Joel, well, I'll tell you, did I send you a video today? I've sent it to everybody else. I uh, may have. I mean, it's been a busy day for me. I may not have seen it. Did, have you seen the Warface video? <laughs> Yes, I did see. <laughs> yes, I saw that this morning. God have mercy. I have played that thing about 10,000 times and laughed, and it gets funnier every time I watch it. For those of you that don't know, it's got, uh, what is that, Sergeant Staff, uh, Army, Sergeant Army. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he's gone now. He passed away, I think, unfortunately. I believe you are correct, sir. Uh, I really do. But it has a it has a clip from Full Metal Jacket where he's yelling at one of these cadets, and he says, "Show me your war face," and then it right. cuts to this little chihuahua, and he just cuts into a howl and just goes to howling, and that's the fun. I can't help it. Right. It, it tickles me. It tickles me now, just sitting here thinking about the dad blame thing. Okay, so, we can get back on to your... <laughs> well, no, you're, you're perfectly fine. Yeah, but Let's now, go so back to your anomalies in CERN. I'll try to keep my ADHD in check. Well, I, you know, I don't have a whole lot more than that, uh, other than the fact that they made the comments that, um, you know, every, I mean, in every instance, every one of the measurements that they could conceivably take to verify the existence of parallel dimensions mm-hmm. um, show said evidence. Right. <clears throat> now, of course, they haven't gone through enough of it yet to be able to make a, 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 a determination one way or the other. But, you know, the, again, one of the things that was mentioned kind of tongue-in-cheek was that this could be why things are so off-kilter in the world these days and so crazy um being that now i don't particularly agree with that uh but that but that the walls between some of the universes have been thinned and into making it's very similar to the type of uh concept that was in uh the the series fringe that you i love that i love that series i am so and i am convinced Mm -hmm. if you watch it backwards and forwards Walter gives you the recipe to make LSD. Why are you convinced of that? Because he made it and he was giving it to them college kids (laughs) and he wants some more of it. Okay. Okay. So, all right. I I just was curious. And there's a time or two when, you know, you need a little something, something on the side. You know, we know. (laughs) I don't go down and travel in circles that i used to so it gets harder to find stuff to relax me (laughs) well i'm gonna leave that i'm gonna leave that right where it is (laughs) but yeah no i mean again i think there's quite enough i mean there we've always had crazy people and if you go through history i mean again the bolsheviks um you know the uh um not the bolsheviks um who was it the uh, Borgias is what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Borgias. Rodrigo and Cesare. Yeah. Who slept with analogous. his sister. Right. And, 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 but again, they're, they're analogous to the Clintons because they removed all of their political rivals via murder. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of the way I look at that. But, uh, 
you know, now again, I don't have, I, I, I don't have any personal proof or evidence one way or the other, but the, uh, you know, when you, when you got somebody like, uh, oh, his name just went out of my head. Uh, the fellow that, that, that committed suicide in Central Park by shooting himself in the back of the head twice. Or how, uh, Sirhan Sirhan shot Bobby Kenny in the back of the head from the front of him. Right. Exactly. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, how about the uh, news that come forward with the whistleblower? Yeah, I did hear that. I heard that uh, the FBI cannot guarantee the whistleblower's safety. Oh, Funny now this is this is, I'm, this is a different whistleblower. Oh. Different whistleblower. On? Well, evidently, a former intelligence officer, David, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name, so I'm going to spell it. All right. G-R-U-S-C-H. I lied. I'm going to try to say it. I'm going to call him Grush. David All Grush. Right. Or Charles Grush. How, his name is David Charles Grush. Depending on whatever you talk about. Uh, just a little background on Mr. Grush. He served in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. He worked for the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and right. the National Reconnaissance Office. And he, are you okay? Yes. Okay. And he has handed, well, it sounded a big bop. I thought it sounded like a body hitting the floor. I I, I bumped my, uh, I bumped the arm of my mic. Oh. Well, he has handed over details of operations that took place to Congress and the intelligence community, Inspector General, that the United States has, in fact, collected wrecked extraterrestrial vehicles and is in the process of trying to use said technology to create weapons. Well, we've known that for years. I mean, again, Bob Lazar came out, and um, he was very obviously intentionally discredited and things of that nature. Well, the the main quote here is he says, and I quote him, the material includes intact and partially intact vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I told you the ancient aliens, that wasn't too far off. I know that stuff was right. Well, I don't know that I necessarily think it has to be aliens or people from another planet. Now, granted, that's as good a possibility as any. But again, you look at the London Hammer uh, and other out-of-place artifacts or them metal things that show up out in the middle of nowhere right the london hammer was found in a sandstone deposit and is carbon dated maybe not necessarily carbon dated the 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 handle uh is going through um oh i forget the word where the uh minerals uh all i can think of is putrefaction and that's not it and it's not petrification either well maybe it is that's close enough any rate petrification where the um cellulose particles, the actual organic portions of the um, handle are becoming rock. They are becoming a fossil. And Uh according to that, it has to be 100 million years old. Now, who in the world was swinging a hammer 100 million years ago? We were, yeah, might have been, but we were rooting around, you know, our ancestors, according to the theory of evolution, were, you know, hanging around in, you know, the savannas mm-hmm. just now, I mean, not even starting to walk upright at that point, hiding from dinosaurs and other woolly boogers that were going to eat us. 
Well, we got enough woolly boogers down here. I got my broom on hanging on the wall. I got mirror on the wall on the front porch, a whole nine yards. You got to keep them evil spirits away. And I'm thinking about creating me one of them bottle trees. Well, absolutely. Knock yourself right out. And, uh, but again, so back to that point. So again, one of the things that I was looking at that I've been, I've found very intriguing, uh, and it's not something that was, that I ever learned in any of the physics classes that I took, but they weren't focused on this sort of thing mm-hmm. is that, and, and it, and it is, makes perfect sense. And it's all about math. All, all travel is time travel because travel is distance measured over you know, per unit time. That's right. Speed. Right. Okay. And so the, the, and the, the latest thing that I basically heard about gravity is that gravity is a, um, result of differences in time over distance. So objects that are separated from one another by a, um, large or by any distance at all, travel at different speeds Mm -hmm. so they are moving in a different time and that's what causes gravitational effect um now and again this is one of those things things like magnetism and gravity are i mean they're very intriguing because we cannot perceive them directly so i mean again we can see what magnetism does but the definition of magnetism is magnetic lines of force Magnetic yep. lines of force that can operate over a vacuum as well as in a non-vacuum. Well, what are they? Oh, magnetic lines of force. Okay, well, again, that tells me what they do, not what they are. And it's the same thing with gravity. Well, gravity is the weakest of all the forces. Well, how the heck do we really know that? We're only knowing that. But again, it goes back to Plato's allegory of the cave. You know, we're, we're trying to make sense out of stuff Mm-hmm. by looking at, at, at what we are capable of measuring and not at everything that there is. So it's in, I, I tend to believe that, and again, there are many, many, many different um, um, allegorical, or not allegorical, but oral traditions that discuss the golden ones or the ones that came before. Right, uh, right. There's been some conversation that these may have been the Nephilim mentioned in the book of Enoch and stuff like that. But there are many things that talk about these people, this race of people that came before us. Right. And well, so, I mean, that ties into like the Atlanteans and all that as well. Right. Absolutely. And so it, it makes, I mean, again, it makes as much sense to me that we are crossing dimensions. Mm-hmm. It uh, could be the Kryptonians. That, I don't know. It could be the Kryptonians. It could be aliens from outer space. It could be anything. There is, I mean, we simply don't have enough information. To really well, I've got a friend I went to high school with, and he uh, is, I guess he's semi-retired now, or he's just been with Cisco long enough. He has an incredible amount of vacation. Okay. But he has gotten into astrophotography, and he goes to these places, and I want to say, I don't, I may get this word wrong, but it's Bertlow, Bartlow, rating to where how the well you can see this constellations and stuff in the night sky. Okay. And he has been posting. I mean, just 
from going out there and just getting rid of some of the light pollution, like the oh, yeah. swirls and the cloud stuff in mm-hmm. space. And it's just, you know, you think about that when you see pictures, but you think they're coming from like high powered telescopes or the spaceships or something like that. Mm. And it's just because, you know, even here at the replica bat cave, I'm not so far away from the Piggly Wiggly that, you know, you don't really see the stars at night because it's so there's so much light light pollution and it's just amazing to see something like that and you know i you know when um we had a hurricane come through one time and it knocked power out for a few days that was the only time around here i can really remember that the stars were really pretty Mm -hmm. and i just thought about that but i'm gonna tell you this okay picture it modern day canada okay there's a nurse that lives there all right. Her name is Corina. Okay. Corina is 36 years old. All right. Not only is she a nurse, she's a nature lover. All right. Okay. On her property that she has, she found a dead deer. Okay. And so she decided with, I don't know if it, uh, I think it was her grandfather. They were going to put a trail cam up to see what kind of animals or predators interacted with this deer carcass. Because okay. evidently, you know, it's kind of back in the woods from their property. On their property, but not, you know, close to the house. Sure. So they put it out there. Well, and they wanted, and I think the quote, the quote was they wanted to see, uh, they had gotten some bobcats on camera one time before and they were trying to get the bobcat family back in as it was feeding because she said it was pretty cool and her grandfather uh they really enjoyed doing that so the next day her grandfather (laughs) calls her and said (laughs) i can't believe this is a true story this is in the news (laughs) okay that he (laughs) captured naked people on the camera and she didn't believe him. So he showed her. And sure enough, they are two women, or a man and a woman. You can't really tell. They both have long hair where you can't see their faces. They are out in the way. Well, one of them is a woman very well because you can tell the way her loincloth is fitting her, and they ain't nothing up top. Okay. They are crouched down at this deer carcass. And are reaching their hands into the said deer carcass, pulling out parts of the deer, and eating it. Okay. And I don't know what to do with that. (laughs) And one of the pictures is this woman. At first, I thought it was a Photoshop snafu, but... Mm -hmm. It is actually the hind leg of the deer that she is bringing up to and is actually eating the hoof off of the leg of the deer. Eating the hoof? And she has the hoof or that end of the leg in her mouth. 
That's just weird. Do they have any idea who these particular aboriginals are? <laughs> have they figured out what's going on and why these people were out there in the woods? Well, she, on a dead deer she said she was concerned that maybe the people would mess with her horses because she does have horses. Right. And uh, she... She had she her and her grandfather are totally freaked out. Oh, I would. Be uh, they're hoping it's a prank. I would but hope so. yeah. and her quote is, "I hope if they were doing this, they were on some good drugs because if they weren't, they're going to need to be to kill the bacteria and stuff that they just ingested." Well, you know, there's probably some truth to that. I mean, again, but you know, again, it's it's there's all all sort of animals out there that eat all sort of other animals without cooking them. So, I mean, it's not like it's, we, we, we are, we tend to be far more squeamish. Oh, well, her. that is true. But she said that they decided against calling the police. <laughs> and oh, I just can't right? get into, because she said there wasn't anything illegal that had happened short of trespassing. And that was not posted, no yeah. trespassing. And you know, Canada don't prosecute anything anyway, because they got a fruit loop in their, Main oh, they'll seat prosecute of you. They'll prosecute you if you speak out against the against the, 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 the tyrannical. Oh well, well the the all powerful Trudeau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's an asshat. But anyway, she posted this on social media, and social media just went off from like it went from it was a prank to it was satanic or it was a paranormal element at work, and. One user wrote, "Is that's basically a walking demon from hell. If you hear screaming, stay inside and get a gun, and you leave it alone." <laughs> yeah, I mean there is no telling. In all honesty, again, my 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 most fervent hope would that would be that it would be a prank because that definitely. I mean, whoever, if somebody came up with that as a prank, they're definitely getting their money's worth. Well, okay. I will say this. They're going to win Halloween, and I don't really want to see what they're going to come up with for Halloween. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding But all. the video actually shows, I mean, if, if it is a prank, the carcass wasn't a prank. The carcass was real. But if them eating it was a prank, she sure did fake her putting that foot in her mouth and that guts and stuff in, the, in their hand. You could see it going into their mouth. Well, but I mean, that wouldn't, I mean, okay. So first off, you don't eat hoofs. Well, I I think she was, well, I think she was more sucking on it. Why would you do that? I mean, because maybe it reminded her, uh, maybe it reminded her of a hard appendage of some other kind. I don't want to know. (laughs) It's not something, it's not something that you're going to do under normal. I mean, again, when you're, when you're, when you're eating a chicken leg, you don't, you don't suck on the foot. Okay, you <laughs> eat the meat off of the chicken leg. You might break the bone and suck the marrow out of it. Yeah, I don't even do that. I don't even eat chicken on the bone. But, you know, I mean, it's just not something that it... So, which that would tend to make me believe that it was a prank, you know, that, that, that somebody would stick a hoof in their mouth. I mean, that's just nuts. But uh, Well, if you can look at the what these people look like, that... that, that adjective fits well yeah and we got plenty of that i mean we always have it's uh there's no doubt i mean again that back to that goes back to the commentary about you know all the weirdness being because the walls of the universes are being thin well no i just think that that we've got we've we've let a, a bunch of crazy people become in control of the news media and the governments and 
that's why everything's as crazy as it is. Oh, it's crazy. Well, you saw that clip. I think I shared that the other day of the CEO of BlackRock talking about how you have to force behavior, and they at BlackRock. Mm. Oh yeah, I saw that. that they want to see. I did see that. You know, and again, if you have to force behavior, it's because it's beneficial to you, and not necessarily beneficial to the people that you're forcing it on. Right. So, as a people, we kind of need to recognize that whenever somebody's forcing behavior, even if we agree with the behavior that's being forced, you have to look at it and make sure that it's not, what's the word I'm looking for, that it's not unnecessarily restrictive. Right, again, right. You know, like that, uh, I, I do agree with the, with the young woman saying, well, they didn't break any laws. We didn't, you know, they just trespassed. No law against eating a deer that hadn't been cooked. It's not a great idea, but, you know, so. Um, That's kind of yeah, like that, a friend of ours that eats medium cooked other things that should be fully well done. That No, I understand. Well, yeah, there's a lot of cultures that do eat what we would consider to be un- undercooked. Well, I mean, and as they used to eat it here. I mean, there was a, there's yeah. a lot of things that's gone out of fashion over the over the centuries that uh, oh, yeah. we don't eat anymore. Uh, think one of the other big headlines that I find kind of interesting, and Donald Trump predicted this, by the way. We'll give okay. Donald a check mark there because he did predict this. It appears that the Saudi Arabia Golf League, LIV or LIN or whatever it is, has now bought the PGA. Well, now that is intriguing. And they uh, have officially released things that they're merging, and it looks like the Saudi people are actually the ones that are uh, fronting all the money and are going to be in control. That will be interesting to see then. I wonder how it's going to change. Well, the 9 11 families have pretty much said it, you know, because a lot of them, you know, there are, I don't know, I guess it was proven that Saudi Arabia was part of the Saudi Arabians were actually part of the people, excuse me, 9-11. Well, you know, again, 9-11, I kind of really have to say there was a lot about 9-11 that just doesn't make sense. Um, well, there is. Buildings don't fall straight that down. way straight down unless it's a controlled demolition. So I, I, you know, I, I can neither confirm nor deny that it was a false flag operation, but there was definitely, there were some machinations. And again, Building 7, why did Building 7 fall? It physically well, fell and it was reported that it had already fell down by the BBC, right. and she was standing in front, of, it was behind her. Yep. So there was some weirdness. I mean, there was definitely some weirdness. And, um, you know, the problem is the the problem where I am in my viewpoint these days is you really cannot trust anything that you hear over the mainstream media. Basically, everything that you hear over the mainstream media is a spin of 180 degrees opposite of what's actually going on to to apply misdirection. And so, you know, it kind of goes back to uh, one of my one of my favorite movies, Men in Black, mm-hmm. when you know. Um, 
you know, where, where Agent K is telling Agent J, we're going to go straight to the source, the tabloids, you know, the National Enquirer and stuff like that. And that's the best reporting on the planet. Elvis didn't die. He just yeah, went exactly. home. Exactly. So, you know, and, and we're kind of in that bizarro world. Um, well, I mean, yeah, and I mean, we see things that happen like today, uh, Ukraine's blaming Russia for blowing up some dam. And I mean, you're at war with them. What do you expect them to do? And I honestly, after well, the they blew up and we blew up that pipeline so they could claim it was the Russians. I don't right. even believe Russia blew it up because from what I've seen, their military ain't been capable enough to hit anything. Well, my understanding, and if I'm not, I haven't really dived into that one, but my understanding from what little I've looked at is that that was, that dam was actually in the Donbass region, which is currently controlled by Russia. So why would they blow it up? Right. It doesn't make any sense. And I've always and, said the, the, the war in Ukraine, there is no reason for us to be there as corrupt as that country is with the quid pro quo with Joe Biden. You don't fire the prosecutor that was going to come after him and his son. You don't get the right. billion dollars. Nancy mm-hmm. Pelosi's family, Mitch McConnell's family. Mm-hmm. As you know, I don't, I, I, I really feel sorry for the people. I get it, but it is not our place to do that. Well, that part had that area of the world. Was, has been essentially part of the Russian Empire forever. Well, now, again, this is the thing. It's that like that uh, thing I shared with you this morning. I think it's an absolutely fabulous quote and an absolutely fabulous meme. The Russian people are not the same as their corrupt government. That is correct. The Ukrainian people are not the same as their corrupt government. The United States citizenry is not the same as our corrupt government. Mm -hmm. We are, and the Chinese are not the same as their corrupt government. We're all pawns and serfs Mm -hmm. that are currently, I mean, our labor is funding the wars and idiocies that these people that are in charge that make up the government want. Have you seen? Have you uh, seen anything Bobby Kennedy's been saying? I've heard a lot from Bobby Kennedy, and I've got I know a lot of people that really really like him, but I, I don't think it's material because well I don't one, one thing that the powers well, that be are going to allow any dissenting opinion. Well, one thing that's what he's saying is there we all are being controlled. Oh yeah, by part of the government. Well, you know his yeah. uncle made it to the presidency, but was trying to change yep. things. They killed him. Yep. They killed his father. Yep. So if he keeps down this path, what are they going to do? They're going to try to kill him too. I would be surprised if they didn't. I really well, I'm going to be honest again, with you. I have listened to him. He mm-hmm. was like this morning. He posted stuff. He's been at the border mm-hmm. now and he makes a lot of sense. Uh, there, I, truthfully, I don't think, and you know, I, you know, we said we were going to talk politics and we're going to just mention this briefly here at the end. Um, there are too many high profile people Mm -hmm. that are deciding that they are going to enter into the race that the Democrat party is not going to have a choice. They are going to have to primary. 
Okay. I, I will believe that when I see it. Well, okay. I, you know because who again, the other prominent one who who threw his hat in the ring that would really throw a major wrench into Joe Biden's re-election campaign? Who? Go ahead. Cornell, we, Cornell West. Okay. Now, so the point being, I watched Joe Biden in 2020 go from an absolute laughingstock who was absolutely humiliated in the debates very early on Mm -hmm. by Kamala Harris, who was so despised by the American people that she could not raise enough funding to even continue the debate process, Mm -hmm. despite the fact that she was the heir apparent to the the Hillary Clinton throne um, and, and whatnot. You know, I watched them, I mean, I watched him get to, and sadly, my own state of South Carolina was where his entire political future turned on a dime, Mm. uh, which embarrasses me to no end. But, you know, that's political machinations. Okay. But at any rate, so it was, and again, once again, they took the Bernie Sanders uh, coalition and you know, absolutely turned it on its head and subjugated them and forced them to vote for the Biden regime. Now, do I, you know, and again, the fact that there was never a satisfactory investigation or any real investigation, satisfactory or otherwise, made into the um, statistical anomalies, I'll put it that way, Mm -hmm. that occurred uh, with the five, uh, was it five or six? It was five uh, municipalities that swung the entire election. Okay, and there was no investigation done. What I've heard from the investigations that were done by the states, they uncovered massive amounts of voter fraud or fraudulent votes, massive Uh amounts, enough to very easily have swayed the elections since that point. But, of course, that doesn't get the level of publicity that it should. So the point being, and again, this is the other thing, um, you you go back to what Edward Snowden was talking about with with the uh, NIS and the the CIA and the FBI and all of Uh this. Homeland Security stuff that that really gave them way too much information about individual citizenry and way too much control. Well, you know, we always had those three-letter acronym organizations working for the interests of our federal government in other nations, and that was our neo-colonialism type movement, Mm -hmm. and they did the same things they you know i mean they did the same kind of stuff that they're doing to us in nicaragua they did the same thing kind of thing in venezuela and you can just go down the list yeah and i mean this has been going on since the you know the 1800s even with uh with uh, teddy roosevelt and whatnot um even before that i mean again but blah 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 i don't want to go through again we we should well i think what we should history do by a modern lens is we should start our none of the above party and just have everybody vote none of the above and throw all them rascals out. What are they going to do if don't none of them get any votes? Just be a porcupine. Go join the Libertarian Party. 
I, you know, again, when you some of the, I like some things the libertarians say, but there are some things that the libertarians believe that they just ain't right on. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm, I'd be more than happy to hear about it. I mean, again, the primary thing that I look at is that, you know, government, well, like Hobbes, well, I am government a... is nothing more than a necessary evil. Okay, nothing but now. So you've got to have enough government to not have tyranny or not have anarchy. But too much government invariably leads to tyranny and concentrating too much power in the hands of too few always leads to tyranny. Well, but go ahead. I'm true. sorry. What was I, it you wanted to say? Excuse me. Hmm? I would probably say that um, I am more of an originalist. Okay. Uh, I believe that the horse manure they have fed, that the Constitution is a living, live, living, breathing document, is just that, a load of horse manure. The Constitution is a legal document in black and white, and it says what it means, and it means what it says. There isn't no thing the only thing that should be able to be taken into consideration unfortunately is the intention of the founding fathers and that's where the area gets hazy but we can tell by their other writings what their original intent was okay and i don't disagree with any anything that you've just said but what i would say is that our constitution, as I understand it, is very, very similar to the Iraqi constitution. And there's a couple others. That's just the one that's stuck in my head. But there are a lot of countries around the world that have, if not identical, but doggone near close, you know, doggone close constitutions to what we have in the United States. And you're right. It is a legal contract. Now, what, what people don't seem to recognize is the fact that you pay taxes does not abdicate you from your civic responsibility to your fellow citizens or to yourself and your family okay there's a big discussion going on right now in my neighborhood where you know some of us are trying to organize a neighborhood watch because mm -hmm. the crime rates are going up even here in good old south carolina the crime rates are going up now, so the answer is, the you know, there's a group of people that jump up and down and scream that you we are probably being should ask of the police. What would not. Strom Thurmond do? Well, I don't want to ask what Strom Thurmond would do because he was a Dixiecrat, but that's neither here nor under. But the point of the matter is, you know, you can't if you sit back and think that because you pay your taxes that the government gives a rip about you they don't care about you they care about your money so that they can do what they want to with it and most of that is money laundering so that they become fabulously wealthy mm -hmm. so you 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 know there the the problem being there's a large group of people that for some reason still believe that the government is representing the citizenry like they did in the 50s and 60s okay and that ship sailed a long time ago mm -hmm. So anyway, sorry. all right. But I have, before we close, because we're yes, we're going long tonight. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah, well, we're a little long tonight mm -hmm. than normal, longer than normal. Mm -hmm. One political person or 
yeah, well, not really political, but one person that you can point to that you can say, my beliefs are pretty much exemplified by this person. That'd just be me. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know. I never really thought about that that much. Um, I really don't know. I, I can tell you which folks that I like. Well, this would be more of a, a more of a, more so in the modern era, not necessarily historical. Uh, well, I mean, again, I was a big fan of Doctor Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Mm. I was. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, I'm a big fan of Robert Kennedy. Uh, in the conversation I was having just the other day with someone, you know, I said, "Look, I, 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 I don't think that there. I don't think I've ever heard anything that Robert Kennedy has said that I disagree with from a platform statement or what he believes and how he believes the country mm-hmm. should be run. I don't believe I've heard that yet. Now." Being that he is on the Democrat side, he does believe in more government and that government is the answer, which it obviously is not, because good God, how much more government we have now than we had just a few years ago. Well, even when his uncle was president. Right. So I can't agree with that. We Mm -hmm. need less government by a large, well, let me rephrase that. We need significantly less federal government, significantly less federal government, um, and the vast majority of the, the the power grabs that the federal government has made over the last oh, 100 years or so need to be returned to the states and become the purview of the states because mm-hmm. you, you, that's the whole reason. You can't concentrate that level of power in that small of a group of people or they lose their minds. That's true. Mine would be Antonin Scalia. I, I do like Antonin Scalia, but he is no longer a uh, political figure. Well, he, but he, I'm talking about he was in the modern era, though. I do love, no, I, I, I like the way he said. But mm-hmm. we digress. That's going to bring our discussion today to a close. <laughs> That's the snout to the curly tail and the deer carcass and everything in between. <laughs> and we That'd gone. fluffy white tail. <laughs> That's right. And we gone. You have a good evening, sir. You've been listening to the Carolina Underground. Our passion is to talk about technology, history, media, politics, and how it's all changed over the years and affects our daily life as Gen Xers. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter at CarolinaUNDGRND. Hit the website at www.thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you've got questions or comments, send an email to info at thecarolinaunderground.com. Stay Gen X strong. See you next time on the Carolina Underground.